Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Fearless Generations. I just flew in from a meeting and I'm here ready to share with you some exciting information with some amazing coaches. So I'm Terry Sayre and I am the co-host of Fearless Generations with my beautiful daughter Kelly Fox. And this evening we have an amazing guest coach with us, one of our best and dearest friends, Barbara Franklin. So, Kelly, how are you doing? I am doing all right. Good, good. Doing Very all good. right. <laughs> Glad to hear that. And uh, I've been out of town for over a week, so I haven't really had a lot of time to talk to Kelly since I got back, but uh, I know that she's been working really hard on her her part of our business and, and her own business as well. So I appreciate her so much. And is Barbara with us? She is not yet. Oh, okay. Well, then I can't talk to her yet. So uh, <laughs> while I was gone, uh, Kelly introduced the topic that we're working on this evening, which is the first step in our journey to freedom, and that is awareness. So, Kelly, do you want to just kind of bring us up to date about last week, just to bring me up to date, and our guest, yeah. the guest last, our guest last week was, was Sylvia McIntosh. Oh, great. we had I'm so sorry. a yeah, we had a great conversation, um, and we talked we talked about awareness and what are different things that. Um, that come up or what are different ways that we um, try to stay aware. So, um, yeah, we talked about different things Great. like that. Um, Great. And just, you know, how we, um, well, we talked about um, perceptions versus truth. And so how we kind of weed through those, um, you know, maybe those filters that we're seeing things through and how we get to the truth of what they are. So the awareness of, of the filters and the mindset that you're using to make decisions and that kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. And yeah. like how we might come to a situation and have – you know, a perception of how it's going to go or how people are going to view us or, you know, different things like that and being more open to um, seeing the situation um, through a uh, through a cleaner lens, I guess, and how um, if somebody comes back at us, that doesn't always mean that it's us, right? It could be something they're going through and so we don't need to own it and internalize it. Um, and, you know, just other things like that. Um, so yeah, it was a really good conversation and Barbara is here now. Yes. Hello. 
Welcome, Barbara. We're so happy you're with us. It's been too long since I've heard your voice. I know, huh? Yeah, really. This has probably been the longest that I've gone without talking to you. (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah, it's been a couple of months, I think. It has been, yeah. So we're so glad you're here tonight. And this is our second uh, session talking about awareness. And so tonight we're going to kind of talk about... How, oh, it is? Okay, we're going to talk about, did I miss two? <laughs> no. Would you were here for the last, the first one, the introductory call. Oh, I was? Oh, well, that's too long yeah. ago. I don't remember. Um, anyway, <laughs> tonight we're talking about responsibility and how responsibility increases as we become more aware. And I was talking, I, I do a little morning minute that I talk uh, about fearless living and different strategies and this week on my Loteri Talks uh, in the morning, I'm talking about awareness and awareness in the context of expectations and how as we build an awareness around how expectations are affecting our ability to reach our goals and our dreams, is just that that is a huge awareness. It's just monumental and, and the impact it can have on switching the way you look at things, the way you filter, the way your mindset is. And so I'm asking people to be aware of the feelings they have when, they, when they're when they expecting something to be different. And so I'm looking at the four, four no's, no expectations, no complaints, no excuses, and no beating yourself up with the filter of awareness. And so it just really helps us to be responsible for our reactions to any situation, our responses to others, our self-talk. As we're awareness of all of those, you know, data collection points in our life, we can see how expectations create these feelings of disappointment, feelings of anger, feelings of anxiety, and that we have the choice to not respond to those feelings when we recognize and are aware of that they're, they come from expectations, either our own, generally our own, or the expectations of others. And so it's just a, a whole new way for me to be looking at awareness and how it raises our responsibility and our responsibility increases for uh, not make, you know, knowing that we can change those expectations into intentions and we can live a life of intention rather than expectation. So anyway, that's kind of where I was working on that. Today was the first day that I talked to, uh, to my, on my little show about, about that. So expectations are certainly a good thing to be aware of. (laughs) So what do you think about yeah, what, how does responsibility increase as our awareness increases? Let me just throw that question out there. How does responsibility increase as our awareness increases? So far, Barbara. Oh, I'm thinking. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> then I'll go first. I think that um, uh, it, when we're not aware of something, then obviously we're not going to be able to do anything about it. Um, if, you know, there's 
there's something going on in the background that we are not aware of, then we can't address it. Or if we don't know what that next step is, we can't take it. But once we know what's going on in the background, once we know, uh, you know, what that next step is, then it's a choice that we're making to not do something about it or not take the next step, right? When before it was, it was a place of unknowing, right? But now it's a choice of either stepping forward or staying where we are. And I think that when the choice is involved, that's what increases the responsibility. Because if you know what's going on or you know what the next step is and you choose to not step out or you choose to not address it, then that's a choice you're making. And so, you know, then there's, then I feel like that's, you know, then that, that's what increases the responsibility. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I think also um, I can give you a couple of examples that happened to me this week about expectations and, and how people have handled them. And um, I got, I got the information that I've got to move. Uh, my landlord is selling his place and oh. my next door neighbor. Yeah, I know. And, and my next door neighbor is like, oh, I got to talk to him. I got to find out when we're leaving. You know, I want my son to have a great Christmas and I, you know, I don't want to have to be moving. And I just kind of felt like, well, I don't know the answer. So I'm just, um, I think I wrote her and, and I said, you know, I don't have any control over what's going to happen. You know, um, and so I'm just going to proceed taking responsibility, proceed in starting to pack up and everything so that when I do find out, I can make plans to move. And she was going on vacation. They were going going on vacation with um, this week. And she's like, oh, I'm going to have a horrible vacation. And, you know, my son is not going to have Christmas. And, you know, and I wrote that to her. And she was like, oh, yeah, I have no control over it. So I might as well enjoy myself. So taking responsibility, her expectations were she'd have to move tomorrow. I don't know that for a fact. So mm-hmm. I just took the responsibility to say to myself, and I actually wrote to her, you know, that you don't have any, you, you don't have any choice in the outcome. And he said it's not going to be tomorrow. So there you go. So that was kind mm-hmm. of an example, mm-hmm. I think, of an expectation and taking a responsibility. Yeah, I yeah, helping her. Yeah, helping her to be aware of that. Uh, I mean, just, her response was so instantaneous. You know, she recognized that it was her responsibility to just let it go because she has no control over it. And that awareness sometimes just it's it's just amazing what it can do for you to recognize that being attached to a specific outcome is really detrimental. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think also, though, she's probably, like, making up a bunch of stories, right? Like, she's making up this story that, 
you know, uh, her son's not going to have a good Christmas and she's not going to enjoy right. her vacation. And then realizing that she doesn't really know about those things and um, they could very well have a good vacation and a good Christmas, you know, and so she was able to just kind of let those worries go. And, um, yes. and, and, and I think that's, you know, really, really great. Yeah, yeah, I don't know exactly if she let it all go, you know, but she did go on vacation mm-hmm. and I did get the information and I did text it to her and she thanked me. So um, it's been a week of other people's expectations for me. I have a friend who um, is in the hospital and I've been, of course, talking to his girlfriend and he's not doing really well. And she didn't know anything, and I couldn't get any information because I wasn't part of the family. And so when she found, you know, when she's going like, I don't know what's going on, and, you know, and and all, you know, I mean, he hasn't died or anything yet. But then she said, well, her three days, her son got a hold, his son got a hold of her and told her, you know, what was going on. And she goes, oh, what a relief, three days of all this anxiety, you know, and it's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, you know, who knows what she was was thinking. She says not knowing, you know, is worse than knowing, I guess, at some point. But then again, Mm -hmm. her expectations came up, you know, that, that, you know, he wasn't doing doing well because nobody told her anything. And the truth is he really is doing well. But um, at least she know. At least she knows now, so she feels better. Yeah, I think sometimes it's better to it's better to know. I I'm a big um, person. Um, I'm a big person. I said that in the wrong order. But anyways, I really like people to be honest with me, even if mm-hmm. I am not going to like what they say. I would rather know the truth because I have an amazing imagination. And if they don't tell me, I am going to imagine something way worse than what they're, they're hiding. You know, so I, I always tell my kids and my husband, I would rather you just tell me what it is that you think I am not going to like. Instead of just, like, giving me the silent treatment or not telling me what's going on because I am going to go crazy with my imagination and I would rather just have the truth. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. And if you don't don't have control over the information, you know, then – your, I'm just speaking general world, your, your imagination does take over, you know, and most likely you're, mm-hmm. you're thinking the worst more than the, the best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I know. I, I try to practice if you're going to make it up, make it up good, but that doesn't always work. <laughs> um, but yeah. I, I mean, our brain you know, definitely wants things to make sense, and it wants to fill in the picture, and so it's going to fill in the picture with that information we don't have. And if we, 
go on that picture like it's like it's fact or it's true, then we're going to get ourselves into, you know, um, situations that we don't, we don't need to be in. And yeah, um, so it's important. That's a, that's a really big awareness, you know, that you, you're aware that you are making up stories that you, you know, ask yourself, is this true or am I making up making it up? And that is an awareness. And when you mm-hmm. when you have that awareness, then you can be more responsible for your feelings and and look for the truth, you know, and not and speak your truth and not make up stories, you know. But if, mm-hmm. if you didn't have that awareness, because I know that you know, having been on this journey with you of fearless living, I know that that was a huge um, aha for you and a great strategy mm-hmm. for you was to ask yourself, am I making this up or is it true? And that awareness of the stories, you know, the stories you were telling yourself were not true. And that was a big change in your life. So that that's an awareness that mm-hmm. you're able to incorporate into your thinking. And, and just the awareness that it's still, you know, it's still an issue for you. That you still oh, yeah. will feel fill in the blank spaces with stories and that awareness allows you to, to maybe at this point in time recover more quickly and be more, more able to uh, seek what is true or to not be a, have expectations around this situation and just, uh, you know, trust and, and mm-hmm. uh, go, go through, through the journey without having to, make up stories to fill in the blanks and just trust that that's going to all, you know, fill in as you move towards your purpose and your passion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I so definitely have example. improved. Yeah. yeah. I definitely have improved in a lot of areas. Um, there's still areas that um, still trigger me pretty bad, but I do feel that I, I question myself. Like, am I making this up or is it true? And sometimes I can and can't, I, sometimes I can get information that can help me with that um, discernment and sometimes I can't. And when I can't, you know, it's a matter of just going, okay, well, I can't really do anything about this if it's true or if it's not. And so really what is the point of worrying about it? Um, That's, not always easy to do but yes it's a practice and I think so also with the whole am I making this up or is it true also can play into expectations and mainly expectations that I had of myself like right is this something that I really want to do or is this something that I feel that I need to do or have to do or if I'm a good mom I would do this or if I was a good daughter I would do this or if I was a good wife I would do this like, whose definition of a good mom or daughter or wife am I using? Am I using mine or am I using somebody else's or what I think somebody else's is? And so that's been a huge, um, a huge help of releasing, um, releasing other people's or societies or what I think I'm supposed to be or whatever, releasing that and accepting myself more of where I am and what's important to me. And, um, you know, some of those things are still important to me. Um, some of them I've yeah. let go of, um, you yeah. know, and, and that, that comes to 
things that I've told myself about myself as well. Um, but yeah, it's, it's awareness for me has been, um, has been a good thing. It's definitely been a good thing, but it's, it's funny. We have a, um, accountability dinner, um, one, um, once a month with some of the people who have been in our workshops and um, just, you know, it's kind of a check-in. How are you doing with your goals? How can we support you in going forward in this month? And one of the participants was talking about how now that they're aware of what, of, you know, how they handle situations and what's going on with them and what they've done in the past, and how they want to go forward, and then they were put in a similar situation, and they were like, oh, like now I'm aware of all this stuff going on, and this is why I'm acting this way, and this is why I'm not acting this way, and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, yeah, awareness can be kind of a two-edged sword, right? Because before we were kind of oblivious, and we were just kind of going, you know, day to day, and these things happen, but now we're aware of why we're choosing this and why we're not choosing that. And um, when we don't really like that that's why we're doing those things, it can be, you know, like, ah, right? Because before you weren't aware. So, yeah, I mean, there is going to be, there is going to be some, some work to do when you well, become that, aware. That really brings, <laughs> brings up the whole concept of, of responsibility, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, taking responsibility for uh, our what we're aware of is not, you know, that's not an easy thing to do. Taking responsibility and not using excuses and not, you know, making things up and, and taking responsibility for our choices is, you know, that's a pretty deep uh, commitment. And I think it, it just shows maturity. It shows trusting. It shows growth. And it's a process. And so as we, as awareness, you know, as awareness leads to responsibility, that's an ever-ending process. I mean, that's something we'll be working on, you know, our whole life. Mm-hmm. Right. I I agree with you. I was going to say, and let everybody know that this is a process, you know, just because you're aware of how you feel in this particular situation and you take responsibility for it doesn't mean that it's going to happen in the next situation. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, and but it might happen in the situation after that. So yes, it is a process. Yeah. Mhm. Oh. Yeah, and Rhonda talks about how just because you know something doesn't mean you can do it, right? Mm-hmm. Like most of us know that eating right and exercising will help us be healthy, but we are like the most overweight nation in the world, right? So just because you know doesn't mean you can automatically do. And that 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 space in the middle, that's life. Right? That's, right. that's, and that's the process. Right. And that's where an intention comes in. You know, I mm-hmm. today I am willing to practice eating healthy. You know, that's that would be my my intention and whether or not I I'm able to do it. It remains to be seen, but I'm willing to practice doing it. Mhm. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I love that you brought up a tool because we definitely want to make sure we're focusing on tools as well. Yeah. 
not just having fun right. talking to each other. <laughs> right, exactly. That word practice is just, that's an amazing word to to see the, the process of taking responsibility is practicing. And the, mm-hmm. just the whole idea that I'm practicing is, you know, at, when I'm practicing the piano, I'm making mistakes all the time, but I'm getting better because I'm practicing. When I'm practicing a sport, I'm getting better because I'm practicing, but I'm not, I'm not perfect. And that whole idea that, you know, that's what we're doing on this journey is trusting the process and practicing the skills in order to, to become more proficient on our journey. And, that, and the journey is a lifelong journey, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So we have to mention just the tools that we talked about tonight. We briefly talked about intention just now. And we talked about another tool. Um, are you making it up? Are, is it true? Um, which is very much a tool. And these are both tools um, from Rhonda Britton. We want to make sure that we, um, just in case we have someone on tonight that is new, um, all of this information is given to us by Rhonda Britton, um, who is the founder of the Fearless Living Institute. And if you'd like to know more about Rhonda and the Fearless Living Institute, please check it out at fearlessliving.org. Good job, Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) I acknowledge you for that. Yeah, thanks. But I think, yeah, yeah, I think acknowledgments are definitely also, since you mentioned that, are also a great tool with awareness because I feel like a lot of the times um, I forget what I do. I completely forget what I do. And when I can go back and look at my acknowledgments, that reminds me and I become aware again of my capability or I become aware of get again of my um, willingness to be courageous or generous or um, have compassion. Right. And so um, acknowledgements are really a great tool for me to help me rem- uh, remember or become aware again of, of what I've done and how, how I've moved forward. Yeah, exactly. Go go ahead. No, go ahead, Barbara. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, and to be able, if you're writing them down every day, it's great to be able to go back and see what you've acknowledged yourself for. And even during the day, if you acknowledge yourself for, you know, doing the dishes, it's an acknowledgement, you know, that you Mm -hmm. did something. So, yeah. Yeah. And the fact that you brought up, you know, intentions and and a willingness to practice, I think a lot of times my acknowledgement, my acknowledgements are that I did, I did practice, you know, not that I was Mm -hmm. at it because I've been on, I was on this cruise with two of my granddaughters and a lot of times in the evening when I would write down my acknowledgements for the day, it was that I practiced, I practiced patience and compassion with those two girls, you know, because here I was, well, I was, you know, I'm not used to being 24 seven with, you know, two young, you know, young women, you know, one's 18, one's 22. And, and, you know, they're, sometimes they can be a little bit, you know, not irritating, but a little bit taxing on my patience. And so I would give myself credit that I was patient and I kept my mouth shut and I was compassionate and kind to them and to myself. And that, 
you know, I acknowledge myself for that because that was probably not my natural uh, reaction. You know, I was able to practice being being more patient. In fact, I think I said that probably every night that I was gone. That was one of my acknowledgments. <laughs> <Practicing patience. laughs> but I think the greater intention there was for this trip to increase your relationship with yeah. those yeah. two granddaughters. And so yeah. to show up in that way is going to support you in your intention of growing your relationships with them. And I think that that's also important to keep in mind when we do our intentions, that we keep in mind why we're doing those intentions. It's not just, Uh well, I'm going to practice eating healthier today, but why do we want to eat healthier? So that we can go and do this and that and be a part of this or that, right? Mm-hmm. We, yeah. we need to keep in we need to keep in mind those those bigger overarching um, intentions that we have that are why we're choosing to practice these behaviors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and it brings up the responsibility as well. So that mm-hmm. awareness uh, awareness is really attached to a responsibility to be be honest and true to our intentions to practice our you know our passions and our our the things that you know our goals and our dreams and so i think i think we've done a good job of talking about uh awareness uh actually increasing our responsibility because we're now out of time so uh yep. i appreciate so much barbara you being with us and oh as always, thank you for having me and, yes thank you yeah, for having me absolutely and so if Kelly or Barbara, do you have just a last, you know, last little tidbit of wisdom to share with our, our listeners and we'll we'll sign off for the night? No, I think I just asking yourself, well, I think just asking yourself, is it true or am I making it up, is mm-hmm. a good start mm-hmm. in, in mm-hmm. awareness of your expectations. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Completely Absolutely. agree. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, thank, I thank, I just want to thank both of you. It's been an, an insightful uh, conversation, and I hope that our listeners have taken away some strategies as well as some understanding about awareness and how that increases our responsibility. So we will be with you again next Monday, same time, same place, and we'll continue our discussion on how um, awareness brings a healing uh, filter to our to our lives as well. So, look forward to being with you again. And if you have any comments or questions or concerns, please uh, address those on Facebook, and we'll be happy to communicate with you. So, thank you, Barbara. Thank you, Kelly. And good night, everyone. Be fearless. I, yes, yes, and thank you. Be Kelly. fearless. Thank you, Kelly, for inviting me. Be fearless. <laughs>